Welcome to The Purpose Podcast. My name is Rachel Stevens, and I'm here with my husband, and we're so grateful that you've decided to join us where your purpose really is our passion, and we believe that you've been designed to win your world. And together today, we want to talk a little bit more about the Christmas season and how you can win your world uh, during the holidays. It is the week of Christmas, okay, Yay, jingle and bells, so bells. yeah, I had a song this time. I'm assuming all your Christmas shopping is done. I have crushed Christmas. I'm so proud of myself. Okay, I'm 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 thrilled about it. All right, we will in um, January. Take inventory in January. Rachel will. Uh, first of all, she'll apologize to me publicly uh, in her doubt of my Christmas plans. But either way, I do want to take a moment and celebrate you for taking time. This is a busy time of years, busy week, uh, all, all this stuff going on. You're taking time uh, to develop yourself, uh, to grow in your purpose. And so we're honored. We really we really are. And so we want to take time specifically. Hopefully you are watching this the week of Christmas um, or it's going to be a little weird. Or if you're catching up, then you can take some notes for Christmas 2023. But uh, again, so we, we've talked about Christmas throughout the month. But hey, what's your favorite Christmas tradition? Oh, my favorite thing is decorating our Christmas tree. And I, my, when I grew up, my parents, um, they loved Jesus and they had a CD that they would play at Christmas time. And it's Stephen Curtis Chapman. Oh and it's gosh. his original Christmas CD. He had a reboot. I, I accidentally turned on the, the new one one time and was chastised. It is over not it. Christmas unless it's, unless it's the OG. The music of Christmas is what the album is called. And yes, you can get it on Apple Music and listen to it on Spotify. And it's amazing. That's my favorite thing that we do is decorate the Christmas tree listening to Stephen Curtis Chapman. This is a funny moment how someone's favorite thing can be somebody else's not necessarily least favorite thing, but... (laughs) While Rachel is wanting to decorate the tree, first of all, she's letting the kids help. So there's two things happening. First of all, they're not doing it right or putting it in the right places. It has to be spaced out. I help them. I help them. Then second of all, they're always going to break an ornament. They're always, always, always going to break an ornament. But every time, it's like the very first time they've broken an ornament. And so either way. I just get a little sad. I don't get mad at them. Yeah, yeah. So I just so, do. D- I am sad. I should learn year after year. Don't let them touch the breakable ones. Yes. But then they ask so nicely. Yeah. No. But and yeah. It's disappointing every time. Decorating the tree. I just. I. I just like um, everybody being together more. Like I like you know being off from work, then being off from school and just. Being being together, that's my favorite part about it. I just, I love that. Uh, but what we want to talk about, and Rachel referenced it at the beginning, but we really do believe that your purpose is to win your world, to win your world to Jesus. And this is such a special time. And I've had a revelation recently that, uh, again, and I've shared it a little bit in the podcast leading up to this, but that in in Christmas, at Christmas, it says that Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us. Whenever Jesus came from heaven to earth and took the form of a human, uh, and he knew that one day it was to be sacrificed. But I've just been so impacted because whenever you listen to a lot of people now, they'll say things like, how do we know that God is real? How do, how do we know these things? And I really do believe that Emmanuel, God with us, that people should experience that facet of God, God with us, when you are with them, 
that they will experience God's reflection and how you act. But one of the things that we love to do at Faith Promise, one of the things that our winning team that we equip them in, disciple them in, is celebrating. And so we want to take it just a little bit, and then we'll give you some practical things on hopefully how to win your world as you're talking with family that you're around and all that kind of stuff. But I think something so important is how we celebrate Christmas. And so uh, how do we celebrate Christmas at, Christmas at our house? Well, we talked in the last podcast, we do some of the earthly things. We have we go take pictures with Santa, and we do have an elf on the shelf. Um, but one of the things that we do that I love is we're intentional leading up to Christmas. Um, I do, and this is not just, our kids don't really do this with me, but I do this with whoever wants to, is I do leading up from Thanksgiving until Christmas communion every single day. And I invite women to join me on that journey. We do a Facebook group and we do a couple of lives during that time where we just literally come before the Lord in gratitude and thanks, but specifically focusing on the majesty and the glory of coming into a baby and then coming and walking among us. And the wild part of that, I love that Rachel does that. And I honestly, I I haven't joined in the whole time. This year, I need to join the whole time. I love that you do that. Mm -hmm. But what's so wild about that is that doing that in this season is that, again, it brings focus and reverence around it. But it's just wild to think that that was the reason. So we like... Christmas is so ornate and it's so jovial and it, it's it's fun. We talked about that in the last podcast. We want it to be fun. We, we do want to celebrate, but it is so wild that like in this moment of celebration, the purpose for it was so that 33 and a half years later that he would sacrifice himself for our sins. And that's what communion is. It, communion, uh, and you most likely know this, but communion, you drink juice, which is a representation of his blood that cleanses you, and then you eat a cracker, which is representative of his body, which I believe, I teach that that body gives you nutrients, sustains you to go. So the Mm -hmm. blood cleanses you, and then that cracker sustains you to go. It's not just something you do in reverence. Actually, if you want to revere God, uh, it's it's by persevering and going and in doing. So I do, I love uh, Mm -hmm. that Rachel does that. Now, one of the other ways that we celebrate, and this is a tension point, especially if you're married, is that we don't just celebrate with our nuclear family, me, Rachel, and the three kids, but we'll also celebrate uh, with Rachel's family, with my family, with probably our group, different Mm -hmm. things like that. And what I want to take a moment and just encourage you in is you, we need to make a conscious choice not to let those moments cause us anxiety and stress. Um, this is one. This season is one of the most. It, it for the at least North American population, it's the one of the most stressful, and it's one of the most anxious seasons for uh, for people. And next year we're going to talk about this. But I just want to give you this nugget. When it comes to depression and it comes to anxiety, and I actually learned this from Pastor Blake. We'll have him as a guest mm-hmm, to talk mm-hmm. about this. But when you think of when when depression, this is this is so powerful. The reason that we get depressed is because we live too much in the past. So we're living in the past, and we're thinking about this stuff, and we're dwelling on this. I should have said this. Why did they do this to me? Why did they leave me? Why, why, why am I not good enough? And so we get depressed, or we're anxious, which is anxious, and whether anxiety of 
an hour from now or next year or what may happen in a relationship mm-hmm. in the future. But we get anxious because we're living in the future. And and this was so powerful when you told me this, but depression and anxiety, those are fruits of spirits that aren't of God. And the place that we find the fruits of the Spirit is in the present. In Galatians, the fruits of the Spirit are love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, and self-control. Faithfulness. what, self-control. Am I leaving it out or you am I do. replacing it? You leave it out. I leave it out. Okay. just skip it entirely. Either way, we complete each other. But the reason I wanted to bring that up is because when you're going places, even at, even at your own home, mm-hmm. whenever you're going places, I want you to process. There's three options. And I, am I living in a depressed state in the past? Am I living in an anxious state in the future of what might happen or am I living in the present state? Because let me tell you, do you know where you can make an impact and win your world? Do you know where you can actually help somebody grow closer to God or experience Emmanuel, God with us, God with them? It's in the present. The enemy would desperately love to have you live in the past, a depressed state, or anxious in a future state and totally miss it. And so something we want to just process today is that wherever you're going, because again, that's something we do, which mm-hmm. I love, is we celebrate with our family. And even if you have an amazing family, I've got an amazing family, but if I'm not careful, I'll let it knock me off my rhythm. I'll let it knock me off my my, my, my joy and my purpose. And so those are one of the things, but do you have anything to add to that? Well, I just think when we celebrate Christmas, um, we we don't make it about what people deserve. So when Jesus died for us, and he came as literally the gift, right, that we talk about that he was and is. It wasn't because we deserved it. We didn't earn it. So as you're generous to the people around you, it is not out of duty and it's not out of what they deserve. It is an overflow because we live from love, not for love. Mm-hmm. So when we give, it's not to buy affection. Um, when we give gifts, it's not to prove something that prove how much we love people simply just in overflow. And so when you have, I think for us, one of the things I love to do is uh, we have a lot of, we have some people in our life that don't know Jesus that we celebrate with in the holiday season We that we're in the home with together. And I love to be really intentional to make sure that they have a gift, whether they're there every year or they're just there that year. I am always intentional to meet that person where they are and love them. And one simple way is to get them a gift. Mm-hmm. So we do celebrate with gifts. We do celebrate gifts. We like gifts. I like presents. Ooh, we I love presents. Love presents. That's exactly right. Uh, <laughs> and we are generous because God's generous. We're generous people. And so I just challenge you, like, obviously we don't go, we don't want to get into debt and, to, and make unwise choices financially, but out of wisdom and, and love, I just challenge you, be intentional with the people that you're gifting. There are people all around you who want to receive from you. Our home, I mean, our homes are filled with people during this season, right? And maybe if there aren't people in your home, you know, there are people who need somewhere to go. And I know it can be a sacrifice to say, well, we just want our nuclear family together on Christmas. There are people in your apartment complex who have nowhere to go on Christmas. There are people you work with that have nowhere to be loved and they're unseen and they will be by themselves. And so you have this amazing opportunity through the gift of hospitality to open your home and create a space for somebody else. Yeah, that's great. And and I want to piggyback off that because this is a time of giving. 
And we talk about giving gifts, which giving gifts is great, right? But there are things that are more important than gifts that we can give. It might be time. It might be respect. It might be, it might be love. But I want to use a specific word. Again, we'll talk about this more on the podcast in 2023. But I want to think about giving honor. And what we think about is we think about we give honor to people who deserve it. And so like we pay, maybe you've heard the term, like we pay them honor. And we have this, I think we have a backwards view of it where we say, I'm going to pay them honor because they deserve it. Like it's this exchange where they deserve it, so I give it. I, I would ask you to think about it differently. If you're a Christ follower and your purpose is to win the world, you give honor because you have it. Mm-hmm. You give honor to somebody because you have it to give. It's not based on what they deserve. It's based on what God has given you. God gave you honor and died for you when you had nothing. So whenever we give somebody love, we give somebody honor, we give somebody respect, we give somebody time, it's not because they deserve it, but it's because we have it to give. And there's a scripture that's blowing me away in my quiet time as I've been processing this. And you may have heard of it in James 1, 5. It says, if any of you lacks wisdom, you uh, you should ask God, which we've, we've probably heard that, who gives generously to all, listen to this part, without finding fault, it will be given to you. Mm-hmm. Have you ever noticed that? That it says without finding fault. That's crazy, isn't it? Well, how, what do you mean? How could he not find fault? Listen, it's not that there's not fault. It's that he doesn't find it. So this Christmas, what are you looking for? Are you looking for an opportunity to love somebody, to care for somebody, to give them honor, to give them respect, to give them a piece of Emmanuel's presence when they're yeah. with you? Or are you looking to find fault? Because I don't know about you, I was rocked. I was rocked when I realized that God doesn't find fault with me. And this passage right here, when I, whenever I read it, I wrote in my journal, this passage chases away shame. And I know Christmas can be a time, maybe you're with people and you feel shame, or maybe you feel shame about yourself, whatever it might be. This passage chases away shame because God chooses not to find fault well, with you. You have a reason for that. You've been covered by the blood of Jesus. Mm-hmm. It's not there anymore. You've been washed clean every single day. You're made a new creation. He's called you by a new name. And so when we look at people and we give them honor, it's not just because we have it. We see them through the eyes of Christ. That's a son or a daughter of the most high king, a royal priest or priestess. That's a citizen of heaven. They may not be walking in it, but that's who they are. That's who God designed them to be. So when we speak to them, when we give them our time and our love and our affection and honor, it's because that person, that's the kind. That's who you give honor to, the people of God, and that's somebody that matters to the Lord. That's right. So again, this may be a little bit different vibe than uh, the Christmas music or the Hallmark movies that you're watching, but we just want to take just a few minutes and remind you of your purpose. Your purpose is to win your world. We don't know how many Christmases we have left. We don't know how many family parties we'll have left. We don't know how many opportunities we'll have to represent Emmanuel Christ with us to the people that we're with. So we want to encourage you. You give people love and affection and the gospel this year, not because they deserve it, because we deserve it, but you give it because you have it to give. Mm -hmm. We love you. We really are. We're so grateful. We hope your Christmas is unbelievable. And we're believing for revival in 2023. So we love you. We're grateful for you. Please 
Discover your purpose in every room that you walk in this Christmas season and win your world. We love you. We'll see you next week. Merry Christmas.